0: for the love
1: I've been speaking with some amazing women who are passionate about this work that they're doing to fill in the gaps um, of the disparities that we're seeing with Black women in healthcare spaces. And my guest today is Sharitha Simpson. Hi. Hey Virgo sister. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show today. Um, we've worked together for several years, yes. and I've seen your work up close. I've had the pleasure of being massaged by you and i know how genuine you are about this work and how skilled you are as well so we're going to get into what sharitha does to help fill in these gaps but i always start the show um, recognizing a person that's been self-love slaying in these streets and that is going to be you um and i'm just Really excited about this conversation um, being had, not just on this show, but across the globe, yes. especially in light yes. of uh, some events that have happened uh, with the Supreme Court nomination. Yes. Um, that you know that has really gotten all women mm-hmm. um, really just yes. yeah. yeah energetic and you know voting is coming vote. Yes, please, Um, whether this podcast is uh, published after November 6th or not, whatever election is coming up, go vote, okay? Um, So, I want to start the show talking a little bit about the services that you provide, and we'll talk about the demographics of the people that you serve, and then we'll jump into some experiences that you had.
2: Okay, awesome. So, what is your business and what do you do? Well, my business is Infinite Wellness and I named it Infinite Wellness because wellness is always needed. It's always infinite. It takes a full lifetime before and after lifetime. Yeah. So just continue to heal ourselves on a daily basis. Bringing your body your um, energy, your mind, body, spirit back into balance. And so, I do massage therapy, yeah. and I specialize in energy work. Okay. So, for those of us, I know you
1: and I, we are pretty, <laughs> we know mind, body, spirit, we get it, right? But for those of us that are new, that it's like, okay, well, if my body is acting a certain way, what does that have to do with my spirit? Right. You know, and what is this energy? What, what, what are we talking about?
2: <laughs> so, everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Our words, our thoughts. Mm our bodies, our minds, our hearts, Mm -hmm. everything is energy, radio, TV, Mm -hmm. and we don't even think about it, we go through day to day, uh, we don't even think about it, so energy, as it relates to us, uh, we know what our body is, we know what our mind is, we know what our spirit is, or our soul is, it's the breath within us. So if our energy or our spirit is out of balance, for example, if you're sitting at work and you're like stressed and the boss comes and puts more paper on your on your desk to do, say, hey, you need to go ahead and do this. And you're like, oh, I want to cut, but <laughs> I, I have all this stuff to do. And so our stress level goes up. And then the energy within our body starts to stagnate. We start to get that indigestion when we eat. Mm-hmm. We start to have um, problems going to the restroom. Mm-hmm. We start to not wanting to get up, feeling tired. Mm-hmm. That stagnation of energy. Mm-hmm. And so to replenish that energy or to replace that flow or to put our bodies back in balance, because we're constantly healing. Mm-hmm. Um, Pay attention to what we're eating. Pay attention to our stress level. Mm-hmm. Listen to our bodies. If something is hurting, don't just store it off. And Spirit had to get on me the other day because I would not stop to go to the restroom. Mm. Working. And working. <laughs> and Spirit was like, honor your body. Mm-hmm. You see you got to go to the restroom, go. <laughs> honor your body. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Damn. Mm-hmm. I got to honor my When the body speaks, honor that. If something is hurting, speak to your body. Okay, why is this hurting? Did I give you some food that I wasn't supposed to eat? Mm -hmm. Did I not drink enough water? What is it that I need? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we're we're out of balance because we're not honoring our bodies. And listening to our needs. And listening to our needs. And addressing them. I love that. So we're all
1: connected. Mm -hmm. Everything is connected. Everything is connected. And a lot of people, you know, feel like, Stress yes. cannot manifest inside <laughs> the
2: body, and it
1: it turns into so many different things, mm-hmm. and, and
2: that's where it starts you know, outside in the spirit realm.
1: Mm hmm. And I, you know, when I
2: uh,
1: I think about fibroids because it's so it's common. It's very prevalent. Yeah. Right. And and I finally, you know, um, read an article by an MD that <laughs> right. recognized that yes, you need to look at. Um, There was some stagnation in terms of blood flow, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What are you eating? But then what is the emotional relevance to why you are having uh, fibroids? That's a very key example because Mm -hmm. it's so common amongst all women, actually. um, But that it actually can be manifested by emotional stress or emotional imbalance.
2: And I've had other massage therapists that are women Mm -hmm. that have been pregnant call me up and say, hey, I got these fibroids, Mm. I got this baby on the way, what can I do? Because they know I specialize in energy work. Well, what are your thoughts? Mm. Are you taking care of yourself? Mm -hmm. Are you putting your needs first? Mm -hmm. Are you doing your spiritual baths, Mm -hmm. where you go into a bath and you sit and you meditate and you pray? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you eating? (laughs) Because sometimes Otis, I don't even eat during the day. He was like, dang, I haven't broken my fast. Mm-hmm. What is up with that? And so uh God bless Crystal when I met her. I met Crystal through you, and when she said I carry healthy snacks all the time, yes. Trita has been carrying yes. them healthy yes. snacks. Shout yes. <laughs> <Child laughs> out
1: to you, Crystal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she gonna have a snacks.
2: in the refrigerator already ready mm-hmm. ready to go so i was like let me pull out these cucumbers but most of the time uh, stress manifests in our minds mm-hmm. what are we what is the self-talk what is the story we're telling ourselves yeah. um you know you're just getting pregnant are you scared to have the baby it's okay mm-hmm. it's a first time for everything mm-hmm. <laughs> for everybody and so um, people don't realize our thoughts and our self talk have vibration, that energy we were talking about, and mm-hmm. manifest. Yeah. And people don't believe, oh, I really can manifest this stuff. I am a manifester. Yes, you're creating your life yeah. <laughs> as you go, yeah. as you're thinking. Yeah, And so, of course, with fibroids, it's the milk, it's the dairy, it's the cheese. I know. Oh, no, I not the cheese. cheese. Clean,
1: organic. Yes, fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely had to
1: move to a more. Um, I, I've been a relatively good
2: mm-hmm. eater, right? <laughs>
1: but like today, my sister brought me a smoothie. She knew what I needed. I hadn't had lunch yet, <laughs> and I was gonna go get something greasy. But I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna drink my smoothie instead. <laughs> um, but but I I've I noticed a change in my own body, mm-hmm. in my own thoughts, mm-hmm. in my own stress level yeah. when I eat the best. You know, and that positive self-talk is so important. Mm -hmm. So what you do for your clients is you provide massage therapy. And I know that you know massage is just not massage for you. It's an energetic
2: exchange. It's an energetic exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that. I Mm -hmm. mean,
1: you know, anybody that's working on you, um, needs to make sure they have good energy, Mm -hmm. right? And good intentions. Mm -hmm. And so And then you also um, you teach others Reiki.
2: Yes, I do. So, what is Reiki? How did you get into it? Oh, I love Doctor Akua. She is one of the greatest Reiki teachers. Okay, so she uh, developed the form of naturopathic Reiki, but it's founded or the foundation of it is Usui Mm -hmm. Reiki, which is worldwide Usui Mm -hmm. Reiki, (laughs) and so. Yes, Net- Dr. Akua Gray. Shout out. Yes. To Dr. Akua Gray. <laughs> and so naturopathic Reiki, as in the Reiki, but we take the natural diet. Mm-hmm. We take, of course, the water. We use herbs. We use essential oil. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, as a Reiki master, we are challenged daily to use Reiki for ourselves. Okay. Because when you use Reiki for yourself, you get in that right mindset and spirit. And Reiki is energy work. Mm-hmm. Reiki is a I like to call it a natural form of <laughs> what they were saying in church, land of hands. Okay. Um, but it's transferring um it's the energy you can imagine it coming down mm-hmm. from the heavens through your body and out of your hands to help bring somebody else's body back into balance. So what kind
1: of ailments or issues would someone come to you to get Reiki for? We kind of know with (laughs) massage therapy, right? Right, manipulating um, the muscle tissues. Yeah.
2: Reiki, on the other hand, you can use it for everything. Mm -hmm. You can use it for pain before you have surgery and after you have Mm. surgery, because it's like a butterfly touch. Mm. It's not really manipulating anything. You can use it for imbalances in your digestive system, sexual organs, Um, you can use it, I'll tell you this. (laughs) So I had a childhood memory come up, Mm -hmm. driving and Eight, eight o'clock a.m. traffic mm. one in day Houston? in Houston, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just burst into tears mm-hmm. after that memory came up that I had suppressed and forgot about. Okay. And but I had been asking, okay, where is this? Uh, I was trying to heal rage okay. within me, and where is it, you know, coming from? And they were like, "This is where it started. This is where mm-hmm. you need to heal." And so, I'm getting chills. Yeah. <laughs> I had to, because I had a nine o'clock client, I had to yeah. break and pull over at a park in the sun, sit, and do a Reiki symbol on myself. I went back to that moment in that time, mm-hmm. space, and healed that event mm. and healed that memory. So now when it comes up, it's like, okay, oh, hey, it happened. Mm-hmm. I'm done with it. You know, yeah. it was a lesson. You release. I release it's it's kinda of, I like
1: to say like sometimes we hold ourselves hostage. Oh yeah. So you release yourself <laughs> Yes. break it. Yes. Wow.
2: And so that's how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. You can go back in time and heal the events. Um if you need to heal ancestors, mm-hmm. if you need to heal your future, mm-hmm. if you need to heal your thoughts, because sometimes a thought will just come up and it'll keep attacking you. And so, you can just simply say, this is not my truth. Mm-hmm. I don't parts and send Reiki to that thought. Okay. okay? And And um, a lot of times our thoughts go, when they <laughs> travel, they become emotions. Okay. And we start to feel and we get tight and yeah. tense. Yeah. Or on the other hand, if it's a good emotion <laughs> or a good thought, yeah, we start to feel that as well. Yeah. So... Uh, that's how things manifest. So My you thoughts become emotions. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah, and once they you feel, the, the universe knows vibration of feeling. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, when you pray, you shouldn't pray from a place of desperation because you're feeling that. And that desperation is coming back to you over and over again. Mm-hmm. So pray from a place, from happiness. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from excitement from yeah. vigor and so with Reiki I use it for everything. I use it to uh, <laughs> my food <laughs> when I'm washing fruits yeah, and vegetables yeah. um, I use it in my home to clear space Okay. Uh, to clear out stuff. You know we usually use sage, sage um, um, cinnamon I use Reiki as I didn't realize Reiki had that much
1: reach. Oh yeah. You know, I always just envisioned like someone laying down, and I know this is part of it. <laughs> you doing this, and then everything is better. But you know, in terms of healing thoughts, oh, yeah. using the energetic exchange, which is why you can do Reiki on yourself mm-hmm. as a healing modality. Oh, wow, yes. that's. That's pretty powerful. Yes, it so is. So, what is the demographics of the people you serve? The people that come to you?
2: So, I have a little bit of everybody, which okay. good. is good. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. I love that I, I'm i able to serve married couples. Mm, okay. Because I, I didn't grow up in a household where uh, my mom and my dad were married. Mm-hmm. In the same household. But, I get to see how much wealth mm-hmm. it is and love it is mm-hmm. amongst married couples and so if I'm serving a husband I'm serving a wife mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a great thing mm-hmm. and they're all ethnicities okay so married couples is I guess my thing <laughs> it would be my demographic that's beautiful so you yes. have so you serve women yes. you serve men yes. and you also serve couples yes wow yes. that's
1: Very beautiful. Okay, Okay. so as we talk about the discussion of healthcare and the healthcare spaces, okay, you think back. We talked. You had a childhood memory that you healed. Mm -hmm. So when you think all the way back to your first lessons in becoming a woman and how to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. as a woman, who taught you those lessons?
2: Okay, so I owe this to my mom and all of my grandmothers. Okay, <laughs> all of them. Okay, so my mom, Wanda Sexton, my grandmother, Aretha Britton, who I'm named after, yeah. Apple, mm-hmm. Google, My mom's mom, and then my dad's mom's Irma Simpson, and then uh, Nora Williams. Okay, Nora taught me all of the affection with my grandmother Irma used to keep me she would give me hugs and kisses and i was a baby then but i give hugs and kisses now so it stayed with me grandma irma taught me how to protect myself I always like your doors, roll your windows up uh-huh. don't let nobody in if the lights come on you need to be in the house um just you know, protecting that's, that's, yourself that's a
1: good one right yes there. i know a lot of y'all have heard of that <laughs> let that light come on and you're not home <laughs>
2: We out these streets, grown man. I don't care if you're grown or not. Tough. Get home. Yeah. deep-rooted protection things, Mm. Um, you know, just not letting anybody in your home, Okay. all that good stuff. So she
1: kind of, you know, talked about energy exchange. Yes. In that way. She might not have called it an energy exchange. Right.
2: And she didn't keep our pictures up just for anybody else to see. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm.
1: Why was that? Do you know why? Well, that's a whole nother topic. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) That, that's but how, I'm sure you know. Oh, I, I have an idea.
2: <laughs> yeah. Same but, reason um, why
1: certain people don't like to post certain photos
2: of their, oh, yeah. their children and of things their, like that. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Them Louisiana Creoles. Oh. You gotta love them. I'm proud of Yes. Um, and then Rita Marie taught me everything about beauty. She was a beautician, so she oh, taught all yes. of us how to do hair. Don't go out with your eyebrows not arched, with your hair not done. I'm sorry, You're mama.
1: With look Don't look
2: at my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> with your curls on or your studs, mm-hmm. your perfume. My grandmother, she used to wear so much perfume. When she took a close to cleaners and it came back, it still smells See, like a right. perfume. I love it. I love but it. you love her. And then she cooks like, oh. Uh, I loved her gumbo, Cooks mm. like so good. And of course my mom taught me all of those things, yeah. especially about female hygiene, mm-hmm. keeping yourself clean, yeah. um, about recycle, mm-hmm. and um, just being pretty mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and <laughs> just being feminine. Yeah. So I loved all of my grandmother's and my mom because of that. That's so
1: beautiful you had that support. You know, to, you know, as you were going through your rites of passage into womanhood, I just think that is so amazing. Yes. Um, So, so even though you were taught a lot of things from some amazing women, what
2: are some things that you feel like you
1: wish you were taught that maybe you weren't? Oh, divine sexuality. Hold
2: on. Somebody lost all of it. Hold on. Divine sexuality what is divine sexuality well divine sexuality a lot of time well i'm an 80s baby so <laughs> <laughs> we grew up a lot of times i um, thinking that or we were told you need to grow up get married have a husband before you even have sex that is great <laughs> i don't knock it but divine sexuality taught me how to use sexual energy for manifestation. Okay. Whether you're having sex or being intimate with someone or you're just feeling that arousal and being able to create something. Mm-hmm. Being able to write a book or mm-hmm. using that energy to dance. Mm-hmm. I love to dance. Um, mm-hmm. Being able to use the energy for art. Uh, for exercise, you know, it's a very, very beautiful energy, and because this this world that we live in has suppressed it so much, mm-hmm. people are afraid to talk about sex and having orgasms, and you know, not the woman's earth girl, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right? But you're right,
1: you're yeah. right. It's 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 still in twenty
2: eighteen taboo,
1: very taboo to talk about sex. Which is very surprising, with all of the sexual images, right? Like, <laughs> right. Um, but when you get around the dinner table, it's like, okay, we're not gonna talk about that, right? <laughs> so, but divine sexuality, and I do agree with you, you know. And I think on some levels, I think our ancestors knew that, you know. But because of the restrictions of, we just trying to survive out here in these streets. We really didn't get into some of those things right. when you were being taught um, rites of passage in womanhood. We just wanted you to be ready for the world, right? Yes. But I do believe, and I, and, and I have taught about um, using sexual energy to manifest. Yes. So I think it's really, really cool that yes. you incorporate
2: that into your teachings. Yes, and it's powerful. Yeah. yeah. And I always have a joke saying, that's why the church does. You know, I grew up in uh I grew up part Catholic and I grew up part Baptist. Mm -hmm. But it's it's very powerful. And Mm -hmm. most of the time it's look that, oh, it's procreation, but it's so much more than just procreation. Um it's about releasing some things and being able to one of my good Uh, Mentor, she say It's a way to pour back into yourself Mm -hmm. Being intimate with somebody That's on your frequency Mm -hmm. And that may have Discipline or May have something that your soul Is needing Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) My love, he is Very, very Outspoken Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so You kind of mesh in Take on that person's characteristic when you're intimate. Even um, if it's just, let's just say I was in college and, you know, wanted to be intimate with somebody. If they're on my frequency or a higher frequency that I am, that vibration is raised. Okay. And so we always find what we need or our soul is always searching for what we need in other people. Because sometimes we need to be able to release the other junk. Right. right. And so that something else positive can come in. So we take, we talk about soul ties a lot. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the negative aspect of soul ties. But never the positive.
1: That's true. Everybody's That's always coming talking about, how can I break this soul tie?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of this man. Yeah. Let me get rid of it. But, <laughs> It wasn't it's, all, all bad. It wasn't all bad. bad. Mm-hmm. Nothing is all bad. Mm-hmm. And nothing is all good. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you, your soul may have needed something and somebody else has. You might find that you're more focused now because you've had this intimate experience with that person. Mm-hmm. You know, spirit so just allowed you to dip in and get what you needed and you got it. You <laughs> got it. And now
1: you just need to move on or decide what you're going to do. with. Them. Right. Right. So sex is a spiritual act. Yes. At the end is. of the day sex is a spiritual act and who you choose to engage with if you bring someone into your space you need to be very cognizant of mm-hmm. that person. If that person is a very negative person and you have sex with them then perhaps it's going to affect right. your ability to be positive. Exactly. Um, if that person is a very positive motivating individual and and you choose to have sex with them then perhaps it will yeah, raise your raise your vibration it'll raise your own up so interview somebody <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like the
1: you take applications
2: you know I don't know
1: but just be very aware you know and and um, I think that's important that I think really, that's very yeah. important.
2: And then, too, just being able to just pour back into you, like, oh, my God, I needed that release. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So
1: I've been talking to (laughs) Sharitha Simpson. Y'all didn't know we was going to go there. But (laughs) um, about how we can heal ourselves through energetic exchange and even encompassing divine sexuality. And And we're going to... We're going to talk more about your personal experiences as it relates to being a black woman in healthcare spaces and Mm -hmm. what you've heard from your clients too. So we'll be back
2: in just a moment.
1: Okay, so I'm back with Sharika Simpson um, on the Love Right Now show. And we just had a very good conversation Mm -hmm. talking about energetic exchange, making sure that you know, the people that you choose to have certain energetic exchanges with, protecting yourself, all that good stuff. I love it. Um, And so I want to ask you, I know we talked earlier, you know, prior to the show, about um, experiences that you've heard from clients about, specifically Black women, about not feeling heard in healthcare spaces. So let's talk about that. What what have your clients been telling you?
2: Okay, so most clients... Uh, when After they had a baby, mm-hmm. they said that their hospital experience was horrible, oh. <laughs> um, being restricted to a bed. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of first-time moms don't know, so they kind of go with the flow of what they're told to do mm-hmm. instead of listening to their bodies, allowing it to happen naturally, okay. doing um, their research. Mm-hmm. And many different ways and places you can have your baby mm-hmm. you know wherever you choose so yeah that's, I think that's very important to listen to your body and to your baby mm-hmm. and just allowing the the natural process instead of being so restricted.
1: That's true, I mean, I, you know, I'm a birth doula, and so I definitely have seen that up close and personal, wow. which is why it's so important to have an advocate in place for you, mm-hmm. um, regardless of the kind of birth that you wanna have, whether you want medicated, not medicated, hospital, birthing center, home, have someone there to advocate for you, and like you said, Make sure that you're making informed decisions about Mm -hmm. your provider. Um, Doulas like to say you should have a whole birth team around you. So even if you, I mean, a massage therapist, even somebody that perhaps can give you Reiki to um, your partner to be there. You know, everybody is aware of what your wishes are. And we really don't, we prefer not to have medical interventions unless it is an emergency or it's life-threatening to the mother of the child and
2: so i've even heard women say not clients but women that i used to work with (laughs) um say that doctors would say they gave a c-section just because it's money not because they needed it Mm -hmm. but just because they get the extra money when it's surgery yeah and it's like Wow. And in those instances,
1: it's very unfortunate, you know, um, I think that, you know, what, what I found is, is that when I'm talking to women and, and, it, and it's women professionals across the, the board, board yes. um, that didn't realize that a cesarean section is major abdominal surgery, yeah. but it's so romanticized as, oh, you know, just, you know, get this little scar and, it's it and that's it. Not to say, but C-sections have saved lives, Mm -hmm. C-sections have been necessary in births, but we are finding an inflated number of the procedure over what is needed, Mm -hmm. you know? And so definitely ask those questions. What, you know, what are the implications? What is my healing time? Is this needed? Can we try to have a vaginal birth? And even a big one is, well, I had a C-section before, I can't have, I have to have one for my second birth. If that's not something you desire, find a provider that will do a VBAC, which is basically a vaginal birth after cesarean section. There are plenty of doctors and midwives who do VBACs, you know, if you don't want to go through that procedure again. So again, it's like not being against the procedure, but knowing that it is major abdominal surgery. Mm -hmm. And you will have some after
2: effects. effects. Yeah. I have a um, a colleague, mm-hmm. and she's come to me um, for massage therapy. She const- constantly has back pain because of all of her births were cesarean, mm-hmm. and you know they give you the um, epidural, epidural. Mm-hmm. and that is damaging to this. The, the spine into the nerves mm-hmm. of the spine, not all the time, but for her, it it's it's constant back pain. And mm-hmm. so, you know, just think about those different aspects, yeah. you know, like you said, do I want medication? Do I not? Mm-hmm. Um, just being knowledgeable and then going to, you know, look up doulas in your area, look mm-hmm. up midwives in your area, look up, even doctors, I have an OBGYN mm-hmm. who, she is a doctor, MD, but she's open mm-hmm. to having other advocates okay. in the space with her. She does not mind, she listens to the the mothers. And she is a woman of color. Okay. So I think that makes a difference. That a makes girl. a huge difference, <laughs> it's
1: huge. I mean, I have, I, I have one girlfriend that's like, I want a C-section because I don't want a baby coming out of my vagina.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: That's your choice. Right. And you are an informed decision maker. Right. And that is just fine. Let's not shame women for making certain choices for themselves. It's their choice. The disparity is making the choices without the information. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And so, you know, after the fact like, no idea it was going to take me, you know, two months or more to heal after getting this procedure done. I had no idea, you know, so just make sure that you're asking the questions and you can always change your provider. Yes. I had a, I had a mother 26 weeks pregnant, okay, which is relatively far along to change a provider, but I helped her change one because she wasn't comfortable with the provider that she was with, but I love that you're OBG. Actually, is very open to yes. um, having other people in that space so that oh, woman yeah. feels completely mm-hmm. supported. Yes, so <laughs> I love it. So, what advice would you give um, a, a woman in that situation? Maybe she's in a healthcare space and she's not feeling supported. She's not feeling heard. She's feeling like, Ugh, I don't. This doesn't feel right. I don't want to have that procedure. But you know, sometimes it can be intimidating being in those spaces mm-hmm. to question
2: or challenge.
1: So, what advice would you give her?
2: I would definitely say listen to your intuition that's telling you not really feeling this right um that's called honoring yourself mm-hmm. when you listen to your intuition and then seek out research i'm sure you can find jay on google <laughs> <laughs> as a doula you mm-hmm. can find many doulas and many weird yes. wives. they're um in your area wherever you are mm-hmm. um do the research, start, you know, tell your partner, hey, I'm not comfortable. You never know how much a man is knowledgeable until like they are needed. Like men love to hunt for stuff, like, mm. you know. And, and provide and protect. And provide and protect, them. yes. And they they are very not Thank God for men. I, I <laughs> they are very knowledgeable. Um, and, you know, just telling someone, saying, hey, okay. Look, tell a girlfriend, Mm -hmm. your mom, uh, if not your partner, you can. There are many resources. Many resources. Many resources you can go to, and then just ask another ask another mother that you know of. Mm -hmm. Hey, is this normal? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this the process that you went through? Because I'm going through this process. Yeah. You know, and they can share their experience with as well
1: that's a really that's a really key one too because yeah. support groups are so important to hear from other mothers and providers that have been in those situations whatever situation that you're in somebody has been there before and yeah. a documentary that i recommend to all of my moms and, and partners and you know regardless of your family structure you want to make sure that your family structure is being respected so whether you are in a man woman situation a, a Family structure or you're in a same-sex family structure. Make sure that you feel comfortable in whatever space you're in to get support Mm -hmm. And then also watch the business of being born produced by ricky lay two hours or so on youtube You can watch it straight through Lots of good information will really give you kind of a perspective and help you make an informed decision about the type of birth that you want so in terms of other practitioners or healthcare providers, what advice would you give them to combat bias in their wellness spaces?
2: Uh, Listen to your clients. Mm. What I get is a lot of them don't have a lot of good bedside manner. Okay. Um, But listening to your patients is key. Not just listening, but hearing them out. Uh, That empathy that you feel that Sympathy, however you want to call it, mm-hmm. but just being putting yourself in the, your patient's shoes yeah. and listening to them. I think that is the number one thing. If a if a patient says no, I don't want to do that, then say, okay, here are your other options. Mm-hmm. Here are some more resources. Mm-hmm. Let's work on this together. Yeah, Something I
1: like that too. listening. And if you feel like because of some conflicting things within yourself as a provider, that you can't serve this patient to the best of your ability. Refer them out. <laughs> Refer them out. Because Refer just like you know, um, we like to advocate for the patient to find another provider, providers can be accountable too. Because okay. guess what? We all have bias. We all do, yeah. right? And sometimes, for whatever reason, or whatever's going on in your life, you're not able to give the level of service that you know that you want to give. We're further out yes so i love that so oh, thank you so much You're welcome. so amazing so okay so how can we get in touch with you um Yay.
2: all of this will be in the description
1: um of the show but tell us how we can stay in touch with you
2: so my website is www.infinitewellness.com and you spell it i n f y n i t e the wise, is because somebody else just had the infinite wellness. So <laughs> yes, so that's how you can get in touch with me. I do monthly, except for the month of December, I do monthly Reiki classes. And actually this Saturday we're having a Reiki 1 class. It's the beginner's class. And then um, November will be Reiki 2 and then skip over December because that's holiday month. <laughs> January mm-hmm. we will have Reiki 3 and Reiki 1 in the same month. So um, that's how you can contact me. And also, for you ladies, speaking of divine sexuality, next Wednesday we will be, um, I'll be a part of a panel with another wonderful goddess or two goddesses. um, The dope sex therapist. Elisa King.
1: Come on, Elisa. And Shout we will out. be
2: doing um, <laughs> Untamed Nights. And mm-hmm. it's all about uh, divine sexuality. Love it. Love it. So, yeah. Shout out to
1: Sheridan with Southern Couture yes. and Elisa Bokeen, um, who I interviewed in the last series and who is my sis and also facilitating again at the yes. Selma Retreat. So I'm excited. Actually, both of those ladies are. So I'm really excited mm-hmm. that we Same circles trying to do this work so thank you so much for being on the show and providing us with this good 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 wisdom I appreciate that I have been speaking with Sharitha Simpson as we talk more about healing the black woman Um, I can't wait for this to be published so that we can continue to provide good content to support you all and have this very important conversation you are
0: on the Love Right Now, Right Now show, and this is JPR Raven, your self-love advocate, and I will see you next time. Bye. This is for the love of you. You just listened to an episode of the Love Right Now show and the special series Healing the Black Woman where I sit down with amazing women who give their personal stories and insight of how they're creating sacred space to close the huge gap with Black women not being heard and not being totally cared for in some medical and wellness spaces. At this time, I just ask that you join your energy with mine through meditation so that we can send out love, light, energy to all the women who have been affected, the women who are questioning what they should do next, and to all of the practitioners and people in the wellness fields that are working hard to address these issues. At this time, if you can, you can close your eyes and just relax. And if you can't close your eyes, just focus on these words. Taking three deep breaths. I am love. I am light. All things are working in divine order and for my benefit. I will take very good care of my mind, my body, and my spirit. As this breath flows through my body, nourishing everything within, all of my organs, all of the anxiety is leaving on my exhale. I invite courage to speak up. I invite love. I invite all things positive into my space, into my aura. as I focus with intention to give myself the absolute best wellness care, seeking out individuals who will hear me. And if I am in the practitioner role, if I am in the role of doctor, that I will take the time and the moments necessarily to hear my clients, to hear my patients. And that if for whatever reason I have blockages or hesitations that would keep me from being able to hear them, to listen, to analyze fully, that I will refer them to those that I trust that will. If I'm the one that has had a bad experience in a wellness or medical space. I invite the power of release and forgiveness in, giving me the strength and resources to find wellness and medical spaces that will meet my needs, that will hear me and make time and be available for me. If I am a loved one of someone that is suffering, that is unsure, that needs more help, give me the space and time and energy to hold her hand and encourage her and help her seek and find the right wellness and medical space for her total and tender care. We are all divine beings, energetically connected. And when we open our hearts, we have the ability to support each other and help each other on our wellness journeys. May we all tap into the skill and necessary need of compassion to take pause and listen to our own bodies our own minds, our own spirits, and not ignore any discomfort or ailments that may arise. Address things early and right away so that we can live fulfilling lives. That as sister friends and family members, that we encourage our loved ones to do the same. Don't ignore things that don't feel right, that don't seem right. And in the event someone whom you trust your wellness care with does not listen, seek and find ones that will. I'm sending gratitude to all of the medical professionals, doctors, practitioners, herbalists, naturopaths, everyone, healers, that you remember to keep your cup full, replenished and nourished, so that you can give out completely and wholly with detail, care and understanding, preventing burnout. And that while we work so that we can take care of our families and we can provide for ourselves and enjoy our lives, Let us know that money is a tool that will come when we do the work and let it not be the driving factor of the care that we give. Sending gratitude to everyone in the space with me now that wants to see a change, that wants and desires everyone to be healthy, everyone to have access to care, everyone to have a life fulfilled sending love and light to all ashay